Do we have the E behind us on Spotify? Uh, I think we do, yeah. Okay, because we're going to we need it for this one. Sweet. Okay, good. I love cursing. It's not so much cursing, it's just mm. content. Fantastic. Oh. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to a very special episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Vertical. That's why. Ah. That's why. Oh, I get it now. So this is a this is a thing that is completely foreign and new to me. Okay. I've never ever participated in one of these. That's why it's very special. Mm. Uh, a vertical. Yeah. So in beer nerd, dumb nerddom. Yeah. And I can say that because I'm one of them. Sure. It's okay. Uh, you do these things where you get. It, it, normally, it's stouts or right. I mean, sours is sours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where you'll get multiple years. So we have the Firestone Walker Velvet Merkin Bourbon Barrel Age Stout Trio Pack 2017, 2018, 2019. That's a lot of words. Mm. That's a lot of words. So yeah. I, I want to say it's the same beer, but 17, 18 are oatmeal stouts, and then 19 is a milk stout. They're usually, yeah, these guys are fun, and they usually blend a lot of stuff. Hmm. They're They're more of almost like a... Wine or whiskey type of place. Yep. They'll take their beers uh, and then they'll mix them, blend them together, and then age it for a long time. And they usually sell them as a, like a single bottle mm-hmm. in a in a box, similar to this one in design. Yes. And uh, you just see them for a while there. They were coming here quite a bit, and I was grabbing them all that I could. Hmm. It's like 2017, I think, is when they showed up here. Oh, okay. Somewhere in there. And uh, I had a whole bunch of them, and they were all really good. Jeff's Kiss. Jeff's Kiss. Yeah. Is that what that's called? No, it's called the Chef's Kiss. But, ah. uh, Kevin Smith calls it the Jeff's Kiss. <laughs> okay. So, Jeff's Kiss. All right. When something's great, Jeff's Kiss. Mm. Okay. There you go. So, so you've done a ver- you've done verticals in the past. Uh-huh. Dolan and then you? I went horizontal. Oh, well, yeah. Because uh, there was eight years in a row of Love Child by oh Boulevard. Oh. And that's uh, their barrel. Uh, sour and uh it was crazy to see just visually the color changes mm-hmm. uh-huh. in the different years i think it was 2015 was the most red okay of all of them i think we went back to 20 you did like 13 or 14 we had eight years so like two through nine or yeah. something like yeah. it was it was legit yeah because you can't get one they didn't distribute one well, they did Outside not. Of Kansas City. I oh. think you can only just have it there. Oh. Two was the first year they actually bottled they it. They bottled it. Yeah. I was quite mm. jealous when I saw that. So it was, uh, that was fun. Yeah. That was, uh, wasn't good on the heartburn situation mm. and the stomach acid because yeah. it was all just, you know, acid beer. Sours, yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never done a vertical. I actually had to ask you what what nice. it was yes. when, when you said we're doing this. I'm like, what's huh? that? Yeah. What's, huh? And some some places will do them. Some um, maybe not a brewery. Yeah. Uh, but if you go to a, a good beer bar, every once in a while they'll have this sort of thing going on. 
Uh, I've been to a couple different ones here in Omaha that, that do. So it's always fun uh, when you can get something and, and talk about it and taste it like real time with people. Do we want to open them all at the same time? And yep. The, okay. Interesting. Yep. So that's 17. So there we go. I just opened 17. Yep. Especially we, with these, we're going to want to kind of line them all up. Same amounts if you can. Look and, at the colors. And yep. Then, the get, aromas get as nerdy as we maybe yeah. beer nerdy as we possibly ever gotten with a with one of our episodes. Yeah, because these are all about tasting the difference. Mm-hmm. If you can, that's now somebody like you know our 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 pal Aaron Daly, mm-hmm. uh, he could be all over this sort of thing. Like, oh, well, this one was that and this, but we'll be able to well at least be able to say like, oh, I like that one more. We'll at least be able to do that. I'm pretty confident. I don't think have we done a Firestone Walker before? I don't know if no. we have necessarily. So, I don't believe so. Uh, headquarters in Paso Robles, California, California's second largest craft brewery. Who is the first? California. Yeah, uh, I would guess Sierra Nevada. Sierra yeah. Nevada, guess. probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They make these guys have a cinnamon dolce nitro stout out right now, Christmas time. I haven't seen it yet, uh, but some of my friends have had it. Okay. And I love a cinnamon in my stout. Yes. So I'm on the lookout for that one. Interesting. All right. Sorry, I was talking. That's okay. Two, there's the 19 <laughs> for you right there as we kind of pour these out. Founded in 1996 by two brothers, Adam Firestone and David Walker. Honestly, I didn't know that this was their last names. and so That's cool. Yeah. Um, this bottle, I didn't really look at the other ones, but this one shows how many cases they made. Okay. So if you're into like limited a dish, right. then this is, this is for you. Hmm. I don't know what the other ones are. I'll have to check when they come back around. But you a little low over there, Rich? No, do, you, do we need to even out here? No, no, I'm fine. I'm good. No, I'm okay. good. No, we're good. So we're good. I'm looking at mine. I'm like, oh, is this too much? <laughs> no. Well, I think you're at the end of the yeah, row. Yeah. So you're, okay. you, get, you get the okay. benefit of the uh, last pour. I mean, you don't have to pour it all in there, but if you want to, go for it. I thought this was fun. I did not know this. Uh, so Adam Firestone is the son of Brooks Firestone and the great-grandson of Harvey Firestone, who started the Firestone Tire Company. So he has some money to start a brewery, probably. Yeah, maybe. 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 I don't want to make any assumptions, but yeah, maybe. At least the name. There's some recognition in, in the, that name first. Off. Sure. Why not? Just looking at them, the one I poured most recently was the Milk Stout, and it looked different already. Yes. Just yep. visually. Mm-hmm. More bubbles. Mm-hmm. A little thicker. Definitely thicker. But less black than the first one. In wine terms, it has more legs. Okay. I sure. like that. I don't know if that's really a beer term. It can. So. Way more legs. Ooh. Okay, the first <laughs> one smells fantastic. You smell the barrel big time. Oh, big time on the barrel. On 17, yes. Oh, oh, oh. 18, 18, not as much. Not so much, no. 19, more barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Very bourbon. And I, I am not a bourbon fan. Yeah. So I tend to stay away from, okay. but I couldn't turn this down. Do you think, do you think the 17 has more barrel cause it sat longer? I don't, it, it really shouldn't after, so, after so long, you can only absorb so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you can only get so much flavor from them. Um, but I don't know. It's possible, I guess, but it, it's interesting that the 18 doesn't, it smells less barrelly than the 19. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if the ni- that's because it's newer, but that's still, this is still a two-year-old barrel right. beer, right? Right. Hmm. So we're four years, three years, two years mm-hmm. at this point. Or actually, it's, are we in the future? 
Are we in 2022? We are in 22 by now. Yeah. Uh, All right. So the math is, I don't know, five years on this beer. <laughs> I don't remember. I want to say yes. Okay. Yes, yes we are. Probably right. be, yes, because Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. So we're so we're actually four years or five years? I don't know. Math is, is tough. I only The only math I know mm-hmm. is ABV. Yeah, there we go. All right, <laughs> okay. 17. for a taste. 17. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. I taste the barrel on that. Oaky. Yeah. Dry. Mm-hmm. Kind of chocolatey, roastedy, but not thick. I wanted to not like it at first, mm-hmm. and I think that I do. Oh, okay. It's not like Bernie at all. No. Like I thought it no. would. Yeah, that tastes pretty good to me. This is more contemplative, I think, than... This may not be the best uh, podcast listening, like, mm. <laughs> oh. Well, I've got mm. a lot of information, so okay. don't go there yet. Okay, okay. Ah. There might be a lot of mm and an on. Mm. Mm. Okay. Maybe we'll put in some, like, you know, sexy time music in the background, oh, potentially. Maybe. When we're doing these. Hey, mm. good idea on the water, by the way. Yeah. yeah no I'm going to rinse the palate. Wish I would have brought mine. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Rinsing. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's get just a little bit of stuff here. Okay. I looked at their website. It was badass. Yeah. One of the best, best websites for a brewery I've seen. Uh, by far. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing that pulled me right away. They have brand ambassadors. <laughs> nice. So They've been around for a like while. Sponsored, I guess they like sponsor people. Okay. Oh. In a, in a way that's cool. So one of the ones I wrote down is this guy named Drew Smith. And he's an outdoor photographer and adventurer. Okay. Then there was Jillian Larson. Her title was adventurer. Sure. And Dylan Efron, adventurer. Mm. Now, Dylan, he was in 2017, which is the first year that we right. have here. Yep. He was in the top 1% in the entire world of Ironman athletes. Whoa. So, dude. 1%. Yes. That's ridiculous. And that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Jillian Larson, her kind of claim to fame, uh, she did the Pacific Trail. So we've heard of the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Well, there's one of those on the Pacific Coast, which I didn't know. Uh, and she did that. And she also crested a whole bunch of mountains. Um, she went, took that, it goes to Canada, to Mexico, the Pacific Trail. Okay. So she did that. It's 2,650 miles. And she did that in 2014 and in 2016. So that's that's hmm. her credentials on being an outdoors person. These people sound too adventurous for me. And it's, yeah, they're just kind of like lifestyle people. Okay. And that's, they have uh, links to their personal websites and they're like, here's our brand ambassadors. They, they kind of live what we're all about. Interesting. Being outside and documenting it, having fun and like being fit and that sort of thing, hmm. which I, eh. Yeah. I'll I'll be outside on a you know like a beer patio or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really one to be walking three thousand miles. Let's not discount your uh, <laughs> your Peloton though. I mean you've you, you've done some work. Oh yeah, uh, I I feel that's more of like if you put a beer on a stick and put mm-hmm. it in front of me on the bike <laughs> and I have to pedal to catch it. That's the only reason I'm exercising. <laughs> kind of like the old you know donkey with the carrot sure. sort of situation. Uh, other website fun, their store. Yeah pretty cool but their logo is just cool the logo is cool they had like 
branded stuff, you know, like, oh, here's a Yeti cooler. <laughs> okay. So that's a little out of my price point. Uh, they had 12 ounce Yeti koozie. Okay. Like the can koozies. Like the can koozies, yeah. like the metal ones. Yeah. Yep. Mm. They had six normal koozies and a wooden coaster that were all branded. So that was the, they had all sorts of different beer stuff for that. They had a Christmas sweater, like an ugly Christmas sweater. Nice. Those are kind of, you know, in vogue now. Um, they had more t-shirt designs than any brewery I've seen. Right. Like there was pages and pages of shirts. Um, and in California, this was cool. On their website, you could buy vintage bottles. So you could say on their website, you go, you know what? Sticky Monkey in 2015 was a really good year. Oh. <laughs> I would like to have that, please. Click. You go to the place, and if they have it, they, you get one. An empty bottle? No, full. A full? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You could buy vintage bottles. Wow. So kind of like, I don't know, champagne maybe or wine. Wow. You know, you're looking for those vintage years. Yeah. Oh, you know, you always hear like, oh, 68, great year. <laughs> You know, whatever. For like, I'm thinking of a James Bond movie. Sure, of it's course. Like, oh, yeah. the 68, it's blah blah blah. Great vintage. Yeah, that's what they're always saying. Well, that's kind of what these guys are doing. I don't know if it's because it's California and that's more mm. of a thi- like a wine thing to like Maybe. have a whole bunch held back. Yeah, because most places around here they're just like get rid of it. We don't have room for this. Right, we got to sell it now. Nobody's barrel aging like this. Like no. this is for a. Did you get this somewhere in Colorado? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Just to have distribution of this in a pack, it's pretty cool. Uh, but nobody around here is doing this sort of thing, I don't think. Maybe Boulevard could, but I have not seen that sort I, of situation. I don't know. I've never seen a box set like this where you get the vertical in the box, right? No. Normally, that's like a collecting thing where you have yes. to do it yourself. Yes. And it's sometimes a pain in the butt. <laughs> it is oftentimes a pain in the butt. And then if you're like me, then you're like, okay, well, I got to have one to, for the vertical. Yeah. And then I probably should try one now so that in five years from now, I can know the, di- you know, right. the differences. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Well, and then I'm thirsty, so I should probably. Uh, oh, well, I had too many other beers that one day and I broke in and took that one out of the cellar and now I right. have to find it again. Yeah. It's right. A, don't go down the slope. Go to one. If somebody's having one, they invite you. Yep. Go to the vertical. Just yeah. don't try to. Do it for yourself. It's just too much money. <laughs> so I, I cheated. Oh, okay. I played ahead. Okay. But I tried all three. Oh, I have. I have stolen the first one. So I'm, as you get going there, mm-hmm. not that I'm rushing you right. at all. Right. I'm going to tell you, I like 19 the most, I think. Okay. That's just kind of where I'm at so far. Now, I'm going to go revisit them all again. Yes. But first impression, I think the best flavor out of all of them is the 19. Hmm. And Well, that's the milk stout, so it's different. It is different. Should be a little um, softer mouthfeel, if that's that's a term we can use. Uh, Dolan just had the shivers there. Uh, Yeah. 18 is a lot more subtle than 17. Yeah, it's less barrel. It's less dry. It yeah. almost it almost seems like it's void of some flavor. I don't. I was looking for something mm. there, and it just isn't there. Okay. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's it's a weak a weaker version of mm-hmm. seventeen. Yeah. I think maybe. I wonder if that's if we would feel that way if we wouldn't have this. You know, like if we would have started with that one, and then we would have been. Oh my gosh! Whoa, barrel too much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just a matter maybe of, of where you where you go. I guess maybe. Yeah. Um. Here's the flavors. What we were talking about. All of these should kind of show up in this dark chocolate. Yep. Vanilla should be in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, bourbon and espresso or coffee notes. That's mm-hmm. kind of what we're 
looking at with these. So they're not super flavored adjunct. They're just barrel stouts, basically is what we're doing. Gotcha. Um, these, this is like my mom's jam. This is her style of beer all day long. You've said that before. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. It's so weird to me. Like, as a kid, I never saw her ever drink anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe a Bud Light with pizza at dinner. Maybe, like, that was as much as we were going. <laughs> right. Yeah, now it's to the point where I always have to have barrel stouts at my house when she comes to visit. She's, like, digging in. Like, what's this 2015 She will here? make dessert specifically tailored to these kind of beers she's she's pairing desserts Uh with so she brings the dessert i have the beer oh my goodness and she loves boiler stouts we'll just get that on record so boiler you had to hit us up with those but Mm -hmm. um yeah she's all about these the stronger the better huh it's so weird it's just i don't (laughs) it's like where have you been where did you come from Mm -hmm. but i like it Hmm. Uh, another thing that i saw that i thought was interesting um, their design is cool. I think it's the California flag, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that some of the things that are on there? Yep. Uh, the bear for sure. I recognize, I think. Yep. But I don't know about the, I don't know about the, the lion. Is Maybe that a lion? Of a family th- thing. Yeah, it's a lion. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The bear looks like he wants to like box. Yeah. He looks like he's had this, mm-hmm. this pack already. Yeah. He's, he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. It says, savor these beers now or cellar it in a cool, dark place. Mm-hmm. Allow it's... it to warm up in the glass for maximum enjoyment. Mm. So when, that's what we did. We let it warm up for probably close to 50 minutes. That's it was okay. out, out some, of the fridge. Some for, beers you'll you want, want exactly hour, 50 almost minutes. Almost exactly 50 minutes. <laughs> buying lottery tickets later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then going to play some roulette. <laughs> um... We're going to go ahead and drop a, and this is a beer podcast. Yes. Do we have the E behind us on Spotify? Uh, I think we do. Yeah. Okay. Cause I we're going to we need it for this. One. Sweet. Okay. Good. I love cursing. It's not so much cursing. It's just mm. content. Fantastic. Oh. So. Okay. Research. Okay. Firestone Walker. The, the name, Velvet Merkin. Oh. It's like, okay, that okay. means something. I'm a degenerate. <laughs> so I already knew what a Merkin was. I don't. I don't know what that you is. You guys do not. No. no. I will drop some knowledge on Nice. A Merkin. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's children in the room, mm. go ahead. Tell them to yeah. watch is, uh, Coco Melon or This something is like that. your official warning for explicit content from yes. this point forward. After this sip. Mm. Okay, a merkin. Uh, that's a pubic wig. What? Yeah, it's a what? Pu- pubic wig. So it's fake pubic hair. <laughs> okay, what is a merkin? No, yeah, it's it not a. Th- no, no, wait, so, wait, no. They make wigs. Pubic wig. No. Now is it pubic for the pubic area? Of course. Okay. It's not. It's, it's not shaved pubic hairs for your head. It's fake hairs for your pubis area, no, if we can be specific. I don't believe this for a second. It's legitimate. That's a 100% Merkin. True. That's yes, a Merkin. 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 Um, so here's here's where they what they're used for now. Okay. And then I'll tell you the historical. Okay. Now they're used mostly by actors in movies where they're having an intimate scene. And they have to cover up some privatey parts, uh-huh. or you know, there's you know the camera guy and the boom mic guy is standing uh, there, and they're like, yeah. you know, I don't really want to show everything. Uh, get the the merkin, 
pond, <laughs> and it uh, f- covers it up, right? So that's where they're mostly used. Now, they used to be used a whole lot, especially back in California times, okay. probably. Yeah. Uh, we're talking like Gold Rush, uh, Wild West. Oh. Um, I was going to say often, like 70s porn, but okay. Those, were, those weren't wigs. <laughs> uh, well, okay. No, those were all natural. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So basically what they were used for, um, it was in fashion, the style. Okay. Back then. Um, Ball fros were all the fresh fashion. Yes, you had to have <laughs> hair. Ball fros? Come on. Yeah. It's Step Brothers. Ball fro. That's right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I you just Why y'all sweaty? made that up. Nope. nope. Playing drum kit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if, uh, let's say you were a prospector or okay. a cowboy, and you roll into town. Okay. And you got a couple of pennies, and you need a whiskey, and maybe some company, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're going to go to an establishment, and there's going to be a few people that, that maybe you can choose from. Sure. Uh, to show that you did not have some sort of disease, you would have that area nice and cleanly shaven. Oh. So that you'd be like, oh, okay, well, this looks safe. Right. Because, you know, it was the 1800s. They didn't have ways to, to do that. You're not testing for there it. There was no instant, you know, STD test. Right. So I guess the eye test. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks, but. Looks clean to me. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what many cowboys said. Okay. Here's the, here's the rub. It uh, wasn't in style <laughs> to say uh, you you wanted to have hair, so they would have these available. You would wear one, basically, <laughs> and that's what that is for. This is not real. This is totally real. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the reasons, um, also, they kind of they weren't necessary, but became kind of popular. One of the things to treat STDs back then was mercury. Because it killed it. Oh, right. But guess what else it kills? Your yeah, hair follicles. Everything. So right. all your hair falls out. You mm. die of mercury poisoning. Right. So that would be another reason why those things would be around. Yeah. Um, so that is, when I saw this, I was like, okay, I'm going to f- dig into it a little bit more because I knew that's um, why. I knew what it was. And I was like, okay, why did they put it on a beer? I still can't find out. I- Okay. But there's more. There's more to it. Okay. Okay. It's worse that it's velvet, mercury. <laughs> the velvet. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. You sure. don't want it. I mean, scratchy merkin is not a name that's going to sell beer. <laughs> I, I, it's just not. Sure. It's Un- just not unkept merkin. That could be a punk band. <laughs> it could it actually could. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still kind of around. Like I was saying, they're mostly in movies and stuff like that. But there's there's kind of been a um, like. I'm just trying to imagine uh, like a Merkin resurgence. Uh, there a, has been a Merkin salesman. Like <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately have a photo of that on my phone from the 1880s. And it's a guy and he has a wooden case. Oh my goodness. And it, it's like any sales picture you would see. And it has all these different like shapes and designs and he's selling them. I, I can show you after this because uh, 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 so it came it, up in my research. So is there a twig and berries there too? And it shows kind of how it looks. No, because with... they're mostly for women. Oh, mostly for women. Interesting. Okay. So, but there's been this like resurgence in not necessarily popularity, but it's been like grabbed by the feminist movement in a way and also like artistic. So there's, I, this was legit and crazy in 2006 in June. Uh, in Kansas City, mm-hmm. they're kind of known for their art scene in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, they had a Merkin exhibition, 
and it was people making them with like either found materials or just they were art, pieces of art. Okay, but they were had to be themed on Merkin was the theme for this art show, and I looked at some of them. Now, okay, I don't want I want to say this, but I don't want you to have water in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the gallery where this took place. Oh at no! Oh no! Is the pie gallery? <laughs> Pi pie three point one four. Six two eight seven five whatever it is. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So don't I keep. I keep like this bonking thing. into his he microphone. Right. <laughs> He's not old enough for this conversation. Oh my goodness. So if you know your heart desires and you want to see what some of these art pieces look like, make sure you do what I did and Google Merkin exhibition on your work computer in the middle of the daytime. <laughs> you should do that. Totally I'd, safe for work. Oh, I totally did it. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, Lane had to call me. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what are you... The red phone rang. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-oh. Yeah, so um, that's just a little Merkin history for you. And then I have some more after that, but not about Merkins. Uh, uh, okay, this makes so much more sense now. So one of my favorite... I, I've only been unemployed for like two weeks in my entire like employment life, right? Okay. Uh, it was when I was in college and uh, I was looking for a new job. Every day we would get up and we would watch PCU yeah. on VHS. Oh, yeah. I okay? had that on VHS. VHS. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of the bands at the very beginning, Gutter, who turns out to be the guy who is like the showrunner for The Mandalorian, right? So he's Gutter. The guy that's going to concerts. He's wearing the shirt of the band. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Don't be that guy, right? He's going to a concert. The two bands that are playing are Frog and Toad are dead and the Merkins. Yeah. So the Merkins Uh, and Frog and Toad are dead mm -hmm. are the two bands. And this, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. So that, yeah. There you go. There you go. (sighs) Isn't Jeremy Piven in that movie? Uh, He is. Yes. He's the... uh, the the star, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, of uh, what's the what's the HBO show? You know what you know what I'm talking about. No, sure. Okay, well there you go. Entourage. There it is. That's had it. it. Had to come to me. Yep, but I got it. All right, I'm going to take you back to the beer real quick, real, yeah. real quick. I did get to the 19. I agree with you guys. It was good. I have now gone back to the 17 as my favorite. Now, as I've gone through... As it's warming up a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I've kind of gone back to the 17. Yeah. Now, you can definitely tell that 19 is a milk stout. There is yeah. a difference for sure. It is way different than the other two. Yes. Now, here's the other thing I noticed. 18, as it sits a little longer, it. I think the, the bourbon comes back to it. As it mm. warms, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It's a little stronger than initially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, That's good. I, I don't know. The 17 and 18 are kind of almost even now for me. All right. I like I've, that. I've actually been warned about this at breweries. Don't do this. Um, uh, my my beer warmer, my son Maddox, who's only 12. Right. Uh, I will make him hold yeah. the stout right. with his hands. Like yeah. cup it to, make, to, get, to transfer body heat to mm-hmm. try to get it to warm up faster. And I've been warned, like, uh, he should not have that in his hand. Oh. Like... Well, you see what he's doing, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, we understand. He should not do that. Mm. My beer warmer is not here. So that's how it goes. I wish he was. Yeah. So, my brother in law, 
uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, yes. James. Mm-hmm. He calls that hatching. Hatching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except usually he'll use his legs, but mm. to warm up because oh. he'll get us like, okay, we're we're gonna have this stout. We need to warm it up for. You know, we don't have an hour. We don't have fifty minutes. Right. We might have fifteen before we need it. So let's warm it up. Gotcha. And that's how he does it. He oh. calls that hatching. Hatching. Weird, because you're kind of sitting on it, right? Like a bird. Uh-huh. Like an egg. Understand. There yeah. you go. Huh. Uh, so the other part of the research, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? We've talked about stouts and barrels and whiskey and bourbon and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Took the, took the name apart. We talked about Merkins. <laughs> let's talk about Velvet. 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 But Revolver? not just Velvet. Close. No? Mm-hmm. Underground. Oh, velvet underground nice we're gonna get into some velvet underground oh, I because can't, i can't wait for the music are, that dolan's playing here right now. these are the kind of beers that you want to take your time with mm-hmm. maybe you put on that album with the banana that andy warhol designed <laughs> and you listen to it yeah velvet underground with nico maybe yep. that's what you play it's just a restless feeling by my side they were known as, before they were the Velvet Underground, which I think was like mid to late 60s, 65, I think. Uh, so before that, 62, 63, they were known as the Warlocks. So male witches. Uh, which is, you know, like a band, I think some other bands have been called the Warlocks before. Yeah. Mm. And then the Falling Spikes. Weird. Not as good as the Velvet Underground. No, no, no. All right. Um, let's see here. The Falling Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> not not very cool. Yeah. Lou Reed. Yeah. I, Pretty cool. Well, yes. He was probably like, I can't be in a band called The Falling Spikes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Velvet Underground. Dig he, it. He's like the epitome of cool. He was one of those cool guys that yep. probably didn't care if he was cool. Yep. But he was cool. But that's cool. Yeah. That is you cool. can't be cool and care about cool. <laughs> Don't work that way. You're a poser. Yeah. If you're cool, if you care about being cool and try to be cool, poser. It's not cool. Right. It's so hot, it's cold, so cold, it's hot. One of those deals. Pop-Tarts, remember that? So cool, they're hot, so hot, they're cool. I thought that was the, uh, what was the McDonald's sandwich? Remember? Keeps the hot side hot and the cold side cold. Exactly. Oh. The McBLT. Yes, 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 yes. That's all, you know, here okay. or there, but, uh, mm. you know, that's Lou Reed. Mm. There was a McBLT? Yeah. I thought it was the McDLT. There you go. Was the uh, McDLT, the McDonald's and, LT? This was this was when Styrofoam was cool, uh, and it was hot. a it was a very it was like if you were to open up a Styrofoam container and it was flat, and then there was a flat piece that went on top, and on the one side it was all of the like burger parts, like bur- the hamburger and the bun. Yep, and the other side was the lettuce, tomato, Pickle. onions, pickles. Keeps oh. the hot side hot and the cold side cold, and then you put it together. Wow, that Eat was your idea. Delicious. Did not work. Did Throw not away go the, over. Uh, there's still some of those in the landfill. The packaging. Oh, yeah. They would take <laughs> it was the bad. half-life on those is like 50 years. So It was kind of like the big breakfast back in the 80s. Remember oh, the big yes. styrofoam container they had for that? Yeah. It was like that. God, it was great. So good. Mm. Who cares about the earth? Anyway. Lou Reed. He was the singer and guitar, writer, guitar player for the band, right? Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like rhythm guitar i guess we would say uh john kale another member of the band one of the other more famous people in the band who was in it for a long time uh, multi-instrumental dude so played keyboards some bass did, did a lot of other stuff yep um this is the founding guys uh sterling morrison played guitar he was more the lead 
uh, dude. And then Mo Tucker was on the drums. A little bit later on, uh, Nico came in and recorded an album. She was more uh, known for being like a model and uh, Andy Warhol's muse hmm. and joined up with some of those dudes in the Soho area of New York while the artists were living and they started making some tunes. 1965 became Velvet Underground, so they had been those other bands before. 1966, they're playing a show uh, and Andy Warhol shows up to the show and he's like, I really like what you're doing. Hmm. I would like to be your manager. He is not a music person. He's not a band manager. He's a pop artist, yeah. you know, famous for that, uh, but becomes their manager. And they're like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Oh. And it worked out really well. Hmm. Uh, that's probably the reason we know about Velvet Underground is because Andy Warhol brought his fame to them. Okay. Uh, he is famous for making probably Campbell's Soup label is probably the most iconic thing he's known Absolutely. For. That yeah. or the Marilyn Monroe The picture. Marilyn Monroe, I think. He, and Elvis. It's a toss-up between Campbell those two. Campbell's probably right. number one. Um, I never liked the Velvet Underground as a kid. Uh, growing up, I was a classic rock listener. Uh, that's what my dad listened to, and that's what I wanted to try to get close to, so I listened to the tunes that he listened to. Yep. They would play some Velvet Underground songs on the radio. Not too often. They didn't have a lot of hits. Uh, but it was not something I ever got into. Uh, as I've gotten older and uh, warmed up like this beer, I have enjoyed more of their music. They weren't real popular. They were underground, the Velvet Underground, uh-huh. right? So they didn't. They weren't mainstream guys. Uh, it wasn't. Your, your mom and dad probably didn't know about them in the 60s. Much like our uh, episode a couple weeks back on The Grateful Dead. Yes, yeah. similar to that. So, you know, tastes change, styles change. Sure. Uh, these guys made cool records for a few. Um, mostly the late 60s, early 70s. Then Lou Reed kind of goes off and does his own thing as a solo guy. Mm-hmm. Hangs out with Bowie, um, Iggy Pop, that yeah. whole like 70s heroin Berlin yeah. scene. They do yeah. all that. Um, and then they make an album in the 80s again. Um, their album peaked. The highest ever was was 129 on Billboard. <laughs> 200 chart. And that was in 2013. No way. Because I think that was after somebody had died or something. Wow. Um, their album, I guess it was in 60, it would have been 68. White, light, white heat, I think it's called. Um, was the one the first album that they put out as the Velvet Underground that got any traction hmm. and then it was the one with Nico after that that kind of is I don't know, infamous is the right term but it's the hmm. one people would recognize with okay. Andy Warhol's banana uh, on the cover so if you have the vinyl or if you got it back then you could peel off the banana no it was like a sticker and there was a Merkin and there was a Merkin under the banana <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> no I wish uh, I think he also did the, no, I'm not going to say that because I don't know if he did Sticky Fingers or not. But it was very similar. The Rolling Stones vinyl had a zipper oh. that you could zip and unzip, mix jeans. Interesting. Uh, but that's a different hmm. story. Hmm. Whatever. Okay. So um, they were New York band. They were kind of like, the best way I could put it, maybe to Dolan, they were the Strokes before the Strokes. Oh. They were New York huh. cool. They yeah. were too cool for school you know they played tunes um, Lou Reed's vocals aren't amazing he's not a great singer he's very monotone 
but they were writing songs and talking about stuff nobody else was at the time. Yep. You know, Jim Morrison was kind of living the life. Uh, Lou Reed has a song called Heroin. Uh, he's got a song called Waiting for the Man, which is his drug dealer. Like, yep. he, he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to talk about this because this is what I do. Yep. And uh, they were all doing that stuff. And that was New York. And surprisingly, some of them even survived. And he lived a long time. That's what really surprises me is yeah. that they lived. Yeah. yeah. And some um, of them are probably clean now, too, which is surprising as well. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cale went on to do his own thing. He has a musical uh, kind of like savant and prodigy as a kid. He played a lot of instruments. He was a studio guy a long time, played a lot of different records, had some more bands. Uh, Lou Reed has kind of did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those were the two main dudes that you would maybe know from this band. So they're out there. Uh, the music, however, has become more popular in, as it has gotten older. So we're talking 50 years almost. Yeah, 50, almost 60 years. Yeah. 55 years now. Uh, So a lot of their stuff shows up in movies and TV. So here's some of the things I wrote down where you could hear their music. Uh, The show Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. Um, Fear Street. That was a new horror like anthology series on Netflix this year. They put out three different versions. Um, This one was in 1978. I don't know if you've ever seen them or saw any of the ads for them, but it was kind of, kind of remind me of like Halloween or, um, like the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Or, yeah, that sort of vibe. Like original slasher films. Uh-huh. Interesting. But they had different time frames that they set them in. So there was 70s. I think there was like a early 90s. And then there was another one. Huh. Um, Little Fires Everywhere, which was a show on HBO that was really popular. Um, Crashing, which was another HBO show Judd Apatow did with uh, Pete Holmes, who's a comedian that I like. Um, the Deuce. Did you ever see that show? I did, yes. Another eight, wasn't that HBO? I want to say that HBO or Showtime, but I don't remember. One of those where I didn't have that channel as a kid because um, it had naughty stuff on naughty. it. Uh, like Cinemax. Max. Um, <laughs> Parenthood, that show. Yep. Zombieland, the movie. Oh, yeah. Adventureland, that movie. Remember that with Bill Hader? Vaguely. So he, there's a song in there because that was set in like the late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juno. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman's character really likes Velvet Underground. Yep. Um, Gilmore Girls TV show, <laughs> High Fidelity movie, yeah. John Cusack, John Jack Cusack, Black, yeah. um, Royal Tannenbaums, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, with uh, Bill Murray, yeah, that's mm-hmm. an Anderson movie, uh, The Doors. Yeah. There's a scene in there where they meet the band and meets Andy Warhol. They're like going in an elevator or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, and then the School of Rock, Jack Black, mm, Jack Black. Uh, and then they've been covered by. So their songs were influential to actual musicians. It's one of those bands like if you were in a band then you should probably know about this band, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, Nick Cave covers a song called All Tomorrow's Parties. Um, Big Star, which was like a kind of like an alt-country band before that was a term right. in the 70s. They're the one that did the uh, theme song to the 70s show. That's Big Star. Oh. Um, they did a cover of Femme Fatale, which is good. Wait, um, the seven, like that 70s show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Bowie does a cover of Waiting for the Man. Which is fitting because he's a heroin guy in the 70s right. in Germany. Yeah. And then the Cowboy Junkies. Yes. Cover Sweet Jane, which that is in is Natural Born Kill- Killers, yes, right? That's a Velvet Underground? Yeah. Song? Really? Yeah. And that's wow. where I really got my introduction to him was yeah. from that sound, that movie soundtrack. From Natural Born Killers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's where I kind of found out a, about it. That him. was a screwed up movie. Yeah. Holy smokes. It is. I'd like to go back and watch it again. I haven't seen it for 20 years, probably. It's been more than that for me. And I remember coming out of that and I'm like, I don't know if I liked that. Well, it was super violent. 
Yeah. It was disturbing. disturbing. Like Rodney Dangerfield was like sexually molesting his daughter, yes. which was Julianne Lewis, right? Uh, uh, Julia Lewis. Julia yeah. Lewis. Yeah. And we got Woody Harrelson where he's getting ready to go bald, but not quite. Yep. And yeah, Mickey and Mallory Knox, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Oh, As so the uh, sort of like, uh, what was the guy's name that was in the 80s? The it's kind of like Geraldo. Yes, like, like that. Very similar to that. Like exploitation. It yep. was kind of like TMZ before TMZ existed. That was like his, oh my gosh. I want to be famous and I'm a news guy. Yep. Yeah, good movie. But yeah. weird. I think Tarantino, didn't he help write that? He wrote it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Makes and sense. I think Robert Rodriguez had something to do with that one too. Could be. So. But yeah, so that's where I first heard that song and that's kind of where I, I was like, who is this? What is this song? Right. Found out it was Velvet Underground and uh, yeah, wow. I listened actually to him yesterday. Hmm. So there we go. Velvet Merkin. Velvet Merkin. <laughs> I'd love to hear from them. Like why why they named this what they I named I searched it. and searched why. I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Could just nope. be a troll. You That's think? a pretty big troll. Yeah. That's a pretty tasty troll. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Linger on your pale blue eyes. Well, I did a lot of talking, so I got a lot of drinking. All right, you got some drinking to do. I have finished, and since gone back to, I think I like the milk stout the most. 19. I just, yes, and I believe it's just because I like the flavor of it, just of the milk, of a milk stout in general. Over the oatmeal. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think 17 is my favorite still. I'm not surprised by this. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm I'm saying 19 is my favorite, 17 is my second. What's, uh, are they all the same ABV? Uh, no, uh, the two oatmeal or the milk stout's eight point five. Okay. Um, eighteen is seven point eight, and seventeen is eight point five. So hmm. that's probably why a little lighter. Interesting. We thought it was more subtle because right. it's lower strong. ABV. Lower ABV. Hmm. I wonder if that was a conscious choice or could be or just. I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. Sometimes or it, just, it wasn't accidental. I mean, well, it could be. Maybe is it? Um, is it uh, forbidden to just make a Firestone oh, suicide? Walker suicide? You can do whatever you I want. You can do whatever you want. Quite Here's honestly. the thing. That's what I'm going to do. When, mm-hmm. I, when you go to a brewery yeah. and you get a flight, <laughs> or in this case, for me, for this, do you drink all of one and then go to the next, or yes. do you just continue to go? No. I drink all of one and then go to the next. Do you ever taste them first? No. Or, that's no. how I am, too. Yeah. No. I hit the first one first. <laughs> Don't we, we? We've been talking for a while now. If you continue to do that, we may have to pause. We're gonna have a rich mess. Uh huh. He is doing it. He's yeah. I, guess I just made a. I just made a suicide. You just made a merkin suicide. That's <laughs> merkin suicide. Merkin. I think um, if you add them all together, that's like you're drinking a twenty five percent beer now. I think so. Oh, is that how math, I think math I think works? That's I how think it works. that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. So, I went and looked. Like, what if you want to do this on your own? Like, what if you want to build one of these mm-hmm. and do this on your own? So, what is a vertical? Yeah. So, I, I did some research on that. Okay. Like, what is... Well, we're going we're gonna to take it back down from the explicit, maybe. Which, okay. Which is fine with me. That's... I don't... Sure. We, you know, we went to the peak, and now we got to come, come back, back to the valley, and then we'll peak again at Untapped. <laughs> you can now allow your kids back yeah. into the room. Now they can learn about verticals. <laughs> <laughs> which... Look, I would if if Maddox were here, mm-hmm. right? I would be like, this one was made in 2017. This one was made in 2018, and then 2019. 
I don't have any problem telling him yeah, that, right? No. So what is a vertical? Beerconnoisseur.com had an article not too long ago that explained it for me so I really understood, like, okay, what could I do these with? How could I do these? That type of thing. For some beers, like Imperial Stouts, Barley Wines, Barrel-Aged Beers, and Strong Ales, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, Strong Ales. Well, yeah, sometimes you'll you know, like a like a triple or a you know like a bel like Belgian style. A Belgian style, yeah. right. Yeah. Something that can be sitting around a long time. A quad. Yeah. You could do that with. You'd get messed up. You would. That's, That's the other thing about verticals is all these beers you're talking about, for the most part, are pretty strong. Big they, they, ABVs. Yes. Because yeah. they have to kind of hang out yep. for a while. Enjoying iterations of the same beer from across many different years offers a look into the flavor evolution. So this is actually a quote from a guy who called, who runs a uh, Instagram page that I follow called Beer Zombies. Okay. Oh, yeah. The guy's from Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Half the fun is getting together with people. Okay. Agreed. True. So the the other half then I assume is the beers themselves, but that's all he really said I mean, was maybe it's a small part of it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh they just did a ten year vertical of Firestone Walker's anniversary ale. I have when they first came here, when I was at the uh, other spot, one of the um recruiters there, mm-hmm. a guy named Ronnie. His brother-in-law was a distributor for um, Firestone Walker, but they weren't in Nebraska yet. Oh. And we were able to buy Celebration Whoa. from directly from them somehow. Okay. Because Ronnie's from California. I think he might have got it for us. Interesting. And uh, I, I just this year drank a bottle of it. It was anniversary 19, so it was from like 2014. Oh, geez. And it was awesome. But it was one of those beers that they had blended like... 40% of our oatmeal stout, 20% of Sticky Monkey, which is like their barley wine or something like like a quad type beer. Right. Dark beers, basically. And they mm-hmm. blend them all together and they throw it in a barrel and they bring it out once a year. Wow. So I've had some of those before. I think they now sell them in this size bottle. Sometimes you might be able to find them like here in town, locally, Casual Pine or something like that. Dolan, how is the uh, Merck and Suicide there? Uh, very Merkin-y. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the Milk Stout kind of tames the bourbon oh. of the other two. So it's, it, I oh, get, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. I get more of the Milk Stout. I wonder how the brewers would feel about that. Is it no. bastardized? The, I don't think so. No? You think they'd be cool with it? Yeah. I don't know. So to expand further on the uh, on on what kind of beers you could do this with, properly stored in a cool dark place, the right styles of beer can mature at a good pace. Some beers contain live yeast that continues to work over the years, mm-hmm. which we know we've talked about that before. Yep. Changing a beer's flavor, aroma, appearance as it waits to be drank. Beer styles like IPAs, lighter lagers don't make for good aging candidates as their best qualities drop off quickly within weeks or months and can be left thin, tasteless, or open to infections and off flavors. Yeah. So. Sometimes you get that green pepper, mm-hmm. I think, when some of these those type of beers. You know, I've noticed that. Uh, and our friend friend of the show, Aaron Daly, who is probably one of the best beer palates I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, he will be like, oh, that that's green pepper. Like uh-huh. coffee, is it coffee stouts? Kind of, if Something they like sit that. too yeah, long, yeah. get a green pepper flavor. I don't get that. I don't know. I don't know. I've only had that once, and that was on a Bourbon County oh, beer. Interesting. It's got to basically punch me in the face before I find uh, green peppers. And right. 
yeah there's the, some of the flavors that come through like i'm just i'm I, I i don't know i don't my palate's not that refined yet it really isn't i think either you have it or you don't i've been doing <sighs> this like 12 years man and my palate is not any better here's the thing if you okay let's say let's say you gave me the 18 and the 19 yeah, separate and you sure. said this is part of a vertical i would tell you i could tell you 19 is different but i don't know why so I could I, I could pick out the milk style versus the oatmeal sure. style, right? I, I, yeah. But I, I couldn't tell you why. Like, oh, that's a milk style. This is whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I really could do that either. Or if you just gave us like this and didn't tell me which one it was, mm-hmm. I would be able to do that. But really. you'd be able to t- you'd be able to say nineteen is different though. Yeah, you'd be able to taste that it's different. I think right. all three are tasted different. Yeah. Even yeah. They're like basically the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's interesting that all of us kind of settled on 18 being our least favorite. Yeah. yeah. It is weird how that works. But, okay, here's the deal. Let's say it was given to us, let's say we went to a brewery and we ordered a flight. And there were other bills. Okay. There, there was a pills and an sure. IPA or whatever else. I wouldn't be sad with the 18. I thought no, the 18 no, no, no. had the, good flavor. The 18's good. Mm-hmm. I just think out of the three, I would... There's other better ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm, that is good though the 17 for me now is warming up it's got a lot of i'm getting a lot of vanilla mm-hmm. which is nice the barrel when it was cold was very punchy mm-hmm. very punchy i usually like to drink my barrel stouts cold like i know aaron that'd be like sacrilegious to him but mm-hmm. for me i like it cold i just like i like more of that hard barrel mm-hmm. whoa this is a whiskey stout <laughs> like i like that right but some people don't and that's okay too mm-hmm. I, I gotta tell you though i'm proud of dolan yeah, like this, it really it makes me proud. After it, we've only been doing this for three years, and to get him to a vertical in year three after doing this, yeah, is, that's yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm proud he's still going on that. Uh, true, mixed yeah. mixed glass he made over there. Yeah, it's not bad. Does it taste like twenty five percent? It's yeah, maybe like twenty three. Okay, but it it it's there. No, no, I'm I'm excited to uh, be a part of this. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't know what it was right. until, you know, a week ago when we put it on the schedule. And, uh, yeah, this is awesome. Mm. Brian, just show me an actual photo. I had to scroll through my phone to find it. Of, like, the uh, like the Merkin uh, salesman the Merkin samples. Man. <laughs> he is the Merkin man. <laughs> Never mind that his beard, his, his goatee. It might be one of the samples. It appears to be one of it the sure samples. Does. I mean, right? Did I not tell you? It was like a guy with a case. Like, which color do you like? It looks like um, it looks like it could be Serge Tankian from System of a Down. He does kind of look like that. Looks like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. His His, beard and everything. His name is J. Well, it says J. C. Payne and Sons is the is the manufacturer. J. C. Penny. Maybe. Oh. Maybe that's where they come mm. from. Mm. J.C. Penn. And uh, it says, uh, what, oh, I can't read it. Okay. Purveyor of fine Merkins, private fittings upon request. Oh, I bet. I would hope yeah. you would want a you know, private. Sure. And it says, serving the discerning mm. Pudenum, <laughs> P-U-D-E-N-D-U-M. <laughs> I don't think that's a word anymore since 1827. Oh, my goodness. The best part about this is? The case has a huge lock on it. Well, so you can you can try them on. Yes, yes. <sighs> I mean, so many. I, I'm like, just saying. If, since they had to do the eye test for for right, you know, STDs or right. whatever, like how did they? 
I'm just curious how they clean these things. Like what? I, well, they got a really nice comb. They just dip them in I think vinegar. It's <laughs> similar to like how you clean a kitchen mat. You take it outside, mm, shake it smack off, it. Mm. smack it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while it's off, obviously not while it's on. And whatever. Uh, hey, it's yours. You bought it. I guess. Okay, so if they're, and we know breweries have listened to our podcast in the past. Um, Let's hope they don't listen to this part. Well, but you know what? When you when you search that word, yeah. That's the first story That's that the comes thing up. That comes up. I, I and would the first love. image that pulls up is a velvet merkin beer. I would love well, for really? them to respond and just say, "This is where we got the name." It has nothing to do. It has everything to do. I don't. It, I would just love for them to say, "It can't That's it. be an accident." I don't know. Maybe be. maybe they're just gamers and they're just like we're merkin everybody. Uh, I think that's with the C. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty it sure is. it's like Deadpool, right? Yeah, Deadpool. Merc. Yeah. Merc with a mouth. Mercenary. It's short for mercenary. Merc. Yeah. Merc. Uh, maybe. But good yeah. theory, though. Yeah. I've like seen it. like a lot of like Reddit threads and gamer threads where they're like, they're you wrong. just got murked and it's with a K. With a K. I think they're wrong. Well, it's mm. also, there's also pwned, which is oh, the yeah. typo yeah, for yeah, pwned. Oh, right? So. And that doesn't even have an O in it. It's just P-W-N-E-D. Which is, right. Yes. Pwned. Pwned. <laughs> yeah. If if someone from Firestone Walker is listening, and I anybody, anyone, just 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 respond in the comments. We named it after this, or, or private message Dolan. Yeah. Just oh. private, just private oh, message me. Dolan, and send him tons of pictures. Absolutely, branded atlasmedstaff.com. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I googled it, and I I wasn't the first person to, to no put this right. query out into the internet. So it's a real thing. Everybody wants to know. All right, so for Untapped, I only looked up the Milk Stout. Okay. Because there were so many different... Oh, they, they had so many of the Oatmeal Stouts on there. Mm-hmm. I only looked up the Milk Stout. So let's, the 19. Okay. The 19. 78,500 check-ins. That's a it's ton. Not, that's a lot, but it's not. It, I, I'm I mean, sure. For, for one... I mean... The now, second if you largest brewery out, in California? What, like their flagship IPA? I bet you that's in mm-hmm. the millions. Or what's the, uh, the Firestone Pale Ale? Which was best named best beer in America? Is that before? Union Jack? That was the no. That's um, that's the IPA, right? I think I believe so. This is the 2006 Men's Journal said Firestone Pale Ale was the best beer okay. in America. So uh, 4.07. four point oh seven four two three three eight seven. Wow. So, yeah, that was that's that still was pretty the good. Twenty nineteen, you said that was the twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, it was just their milk stout. It was the Velvet Merkin milk stout. So, oh, not the barrel age. Not the barrel age. Okay. No, I, I was behind, and so I didn't I search gotcha. the barrel age. So, I think I've had. You can buy the milk stout um, currently, mm-hmm. like in six packs, and it's pretty good. Hmm. Just a plain, and then they have a nice session IPA, one of the better ones. Oh, uh, so I sometimes have that. Uh, if it's on sale, I'll pick it up. It's good summer beer, good lawnmower hmm. style beer. That might be the first ever segue into a episode for next week. Oh, session IPAs. What session beers? Oh, we're gonna take a little break from from stouts. We can't keep doing these. Oh boy! Uh, Oh boy! We have a session IPA. Okay. We have a session New England Pale Ale, and we have a session Pills. Do I? Should I show up? 
you definitely should. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I will then. We're going to go back out to the East Coast, Massachusetts in particular, and uh, we're going to be joined by uh, brand specialist Ashley Boyce, who brought these back for us. Uh, but that's next week's episode. Uh, so lower ABV than obviously these 7, 8 percenters. Probably not a bad idea. But then we'll get back to stouts again. Okay. There we I'm go. In. All right, <laughs> fellas. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Stout suicide. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.